Oh, awesome. Hello and welcome to Australian Transformers Weekly, bringing you Transformers news from around the world, or more importantly, New York Toy Fair. This is episode 183. We're recording live on Friday, 22nd, 2019. It should be 2019. I'm sorry. Tonight, we're talking about Toy Fair, Toy Fair, Toy Fair, and a little bit more Toy Fair. And if we run out of time, we're going to go into some third party and some other stuff that hasn't been revealed at Toy Fair. But uh, all that and much more coming up after this. All right. Hello. We have got a full house now because we're going to talk Toy Fair this week. Starting with the man himself from way out west, we're Brad Squared this week. <laughs> the groovy guy himself. Hello, sir. Hello, and it's uh, lovely to be here on the same show with the mullet of leadership. Uh, it's been <laughs> quite a while, mate, so I'm glad to see you're still going strong. <laughs> I could stand up and that would light the darkest hour. No, let's uh, <laughs> not. It's, it's great to be back again, and I'm really looking forward to talking uh, tonight's topics. New figures, new figures. Yes. If you're about as far west as you can get, then we're going to go now to the man that's probably as far south as you can get. Ash Whaling, hello, welcome back. Oh, it's good to be back down here in the frigid south. Tasmania's finally not on fire anymore, so we're just back to getting colder and colder every day. It's still summer, but it's cold, man. It's, it's, it's my way. You guys are just like the England of Australia, really. Basically, <laughs> I, I have a friend from England, and when he comes to Tassie, he's like, it's like being home again. I was like, Ugh. it's not what I wanted. I'm away from home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, and uh, coming into us once again from the batteryless South Australia, Max. Welcome back. Hello, hello, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it, <laughs> guys. What's been happening this week, Ash? Brad, you've been away for a little bit. What's been happening? Oh, just you know, immersing myself in the toy fair news and just catching up on all the things that have been announced recently. It's it's obscene. I can't afford all this stuff. I can't even pretend to afford this stuff. Well, that's it, and there's one little story here that we haven't got into tonight's run sheet, but it looks like there's going to be a, not I don't think it's Thrilling 35, but a 35th anniversary line coming with some maybe possibly repainted Siege figures into more battle damage or cell shading. Even, even more battle oh. damage and more wow. TNA. <laughs> I, I wasn't a fan of battle damage, and I'm not looking forward to battle damage 2.0. <laughs> Bill's the Thrilling 35. It's a new collector's line just for collectors. Oh. <laughs> what if the battle damage this time is this, this character's missing limbs? <laughs> like, like, they've just been blown to hell and back. Imagine just how keep... many parents will be returning and saying, I bought this and it's missing his arm. Can I get a refund? So they're just keeping the fracture rejects. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what they're doing. They're actually trying to market off the stuff that got st- smashed to the factory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yeah, well... Time will tell, and we'll report it when we get uh, get a notification of what's coming out. Before we get to that, though, we've Woo-hoo! got... Um... Corridor. Woo! <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> ah. oh. to there we go. It's, it's back. Bot Shots is back. Um, being the last week in February, we sort of ran a bit of a test of Bot Shots this week before we get into the main competition next week. 
Gorn are the uh, monthly prizes. The, week, the weekly winners will go into a draw at the end of the month for uh, winner of the month, and then those winners will go into the end of year um, draw for a figure. And this week, the winner, uh, Alvin Trinidad, back. He uh, he won the competition last year, so it's good to see him jumping straight back into the competition again and giving a quite nice photo of the wreckers taking down a lot of vehicons. Look at those poor yeah. vehicons. <laughs> How many vehicons has he got? What did they ever do to you? <laughs> I don't even have one vehicon. He's got enough to destroy them and put them in a photo. Yeah. Yeah, oh. there's a dozen there at least. At least. I got, oh, I got yeah. one, but I never opened it. <laughs> well, at least I know where all the vehicons have gone. That's why I don't have one, because he's got yeah. all. <laughs> well, that goes the same with where all the the, the Titans Return Nors have gone. There's a lot mm. of people that have got armies <laughs> of them. Yeah. Great photo, Alvin. And um, mm. next week, we um, start the official opening of Bot Shots. We're going to move swiftly on and get to the news. Straight into news. Hasbro news. That will take us into some news. What news comes from by yonder? Going into some uh, superfluous Toy Fair news. Uh, Super 7, we reported last week how we've seen images of Prime and Bumblebee, but there's a sound wave and there's a lot more figures coming out with Super 7 as well. As we discussed last week, they sort of got that transparent parts or the uh, opening of the main body so you can see the robot Terry inside. It's uh, showing robot guts, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but mean, a hell of a lot... Is this considered to be Transformers gore when you look at it like this? <laughs> It I mean, is a lot cheaper than the Ultimetal one, so... Oh, the Ultimetal ones. <laughs> yeah, say, yeah. This is the cheaper version of Robot Govins compared to Ultimetal. If they keep going with this sort of theme, I'm expecting to see a Transformers version of Operation come out. Hey, <laughs> I'm, I'm down for that. <laughs> Retrieve the Matrix of Leadership. Don't touch the sides. <laughs> Remove wrenched ankle. Zap, zap, zap. Uh, now, nah, there's some um, Halloween buckets coming out as well, which seem to be overpriced for what they are, but these guys just being as a um, a G1, I'll say statue, I mean, but I don't know how much articulation they've they, got. You see that there's articulation in the legs and the arms. It doesn't look like there's anything bending in the knee region. It looks like there's nothing bending in the elbow region. No, it's, it's just purely, you know, vinyl collector pieces. It it's makes me wonder, yeah. are they are they like a new version of Action Masters, technically? <laughs> <laughs> like, do these guys feel stronger, faster, more alive? No, it's, it's just like, it's a big thing in Japan, especially to have like sort of just vinyl st- static figures, like in a very simplistic art style of like um, older characters, especially. Hmm. I mean, just as something you stick on a shelf, they seem they're pretty all right. And I suppose they're also good for people who don't like posing figures. Like there's some people who struggle to come up with a pose. These guys just stand there and look like the figures yeah. they're supposed to look like. It, it's, it's for the people who buy a masterpiece figure for... 300 bucks sold it up, just stand on the shelf. Mm. <laughs> well, yeah. if we get to the store at the very end, we can discuss that a little bit more about just having something to represent the alt mode of a masterpiece. But these, I wonder if these are just like something simple, like um, maybe not the same price point as bot bots, but just something to have on display or just yeah. have, have, a, have on your work desk. Like just having a Megatron. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Mm. Something working in like an office situation and bring there, I'll be with them to work. Yeah. I think it definitely leads to if the price is right. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, definitely. Depending on the price. Yeah, like a sort of artsy type thing like this, you do certainly run that risk. Yeah, mm. you're never going to find a G1 sort of looking character 
having a, a light price point to display on your office desk or something like that. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Up next, we um we didn't discuss Cyberverse last week. Cyberverse is coming out with season two. Before I get into these figures, did anyone watch Cyberverse series one? I did. Season- yes. You did? Yes. You asked me to, and then I missed the episode when we discussed it. <laughs> we we still haven't discussed it. <laughs> oh, I watched it at work because of the fact that like the episodes go for about ten minutes. It's the kind of thing that during your lunch break, why not? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, well, okay. I, I caught a few of the first episodes, but then for some reason it just stopped showing up in my um, YouTube feed. Mm. It was it was appearing on YouTube and just sort of showing up in a, in related videos on Facebook for me for a while. But yeah, I mean, Transformers Cyberverse was pretty nifty. Yeah, have you right. have you seen the trailer for season two? I have not yet. Not yet. No. Like, okay. Uh, no. I, I know it's out, but like I, I don't know because because I'm a dad now. I like to put things aside for when I next visit the toilets <laughs> and can watch it. <laughs> uh, well, we discussed Prime and um, the Ark slash the Ark last week. Two things I want to discuss where this story was, one, we're getting scraplets, finally. Mm-hmm. And, it's um, going to be Times Return Nor all over again. Everyone yeah. has to have at least 10. Is this the first ever scraplet merch at all? I think, I it's think- the first physical scraplet thing that's ever existed yeah. i seem to remember like a little third party one or something but like a little i think there have been some third party attempts but i don't think there's been like an official no uh army massing scraplet toy available i think the thing i like about this picture is that it very clearly shows optimus prime using his like sword swing gimmick and stuff <laughs> and a bit of a blur effect on it and then on the other side when they're showing the scraplet opening its mouth it appears to have its little rotor blade spinning as well so i think they might have some kind of gimmick yeah where their grinders go and that's fantastic yeah not only for the fact they've got that little spinning gimmick and maybe there's a button or something you push Just and like, makes you know, it spin it yeah but the fact that they haven't tried to squeeze in some sort of alt mode or robot mode no is yeah. just something just, i really love it's just a scraplet yeah it's, it's also the fact that the scraplets just weren't in the show like they've just used the time no. as an opportunity to go right there you go scraplet done. remember that thing people really liked in prime bring it back yes it looks, <laughs> it looks like too that you might actually be able to sort of pose them on your figures if you close their teeth around part of one of your figures <laughs> oh. be getting attacked by scraplets that's good <laughs> I'm not, even gonna, I'm not even going to try and replicate the squeal from Bulkhead when he sees his grammar. Hey, maybe we'll get a Cyberverse Bulkhead figure. I, I'm all for Bulkhead coming back. I love that guy. Yeah, yeah. he's awesome. Mm. Yeah. Although they seem to be doing Hound a lot at the moment. So, mm. yeah. Um, also, revealed we're getting an Alpha Trion with uh, Cyberverse now. I've got the uh, Titans Return Alpha Trion, um, the old toilet lion. Battle yeah. Cruiser itself. <laughs> this sort of looks like a more G1 accurate Alpha Trion, maybe a little bit more beefy. I think it's it's G1 accurate Alpha Trion when he was like in his 30s as opposed to like <laughs> the elderly Transformer he is in G1 because he's ripped. He's a ripped dude. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a bit of an art style thing as well, really. Mm. Like the Cyberverse characters generally have a sort of more anime-esque proportions, you know, a bit of a beefy, puffy chest, you know, like mm. sleek, long, sleek legs. Um, now, yeah. when I saw this picture, I didn't actually realize Alpha Trion's in the larger scale. He's actually one of the big boys alongside, like, Beef Tank and such. Mm. 
which just makes him even more impressive. He goes from being a beefy boy to being a really big beefy boy. <laughs> I've got I've got the um the botcon alpha try on from like a decade ago, which is oh. just a repaint of Vector Prime. So that's a pretty close G one ish look. But I think I don't think there's been like a really good G one alpha try on like officially in retail. The one in Titans Returns was kind of like, why is he a lion? <laughs> and yeah. now it looks like we might actually get. I mean, granted, he does look rather beefcake compared to how you normally picture Alpha Tryon, but it looks like people that want to have an Alpha Tryon now have a possibly affordable um, alternative. He's just putting the Alpha into Alpha Tryon, dude. It's <laughs> yeah. just an Alpha male yeah. now, apparently. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, keep, keep it in line with the, art, with the Cyberverse art style, but, um, mm -hmm. you know, really uh, make it more of its own thing as well. Yeah, so the $49 question is, does this replace any of the Alpha Trions? Brad, you've got the um, that Icon exclusive, so probably not, but actual Max, the um, if you don't have Alpha Trion, does this fit that? I fit don't know. I don't personally own any. There's only been one real G1 Alpha Trion before, and that was uh, it was a licensed piece done by uh, was ES Goken. Mm -hmm. it's an, yeah. I can't remember if it's a company of an animal line. So that was a very G1 style Alpha Tryon. <laughs> that was the one but, that didn't um, transform, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. just a perfectly yeah. accurate bot mode Alpha Tryon. Yeah. yeah. You don't really need Alpha Tryon to transform. So if you've got that, I doubt this will replace it. But that thing mm -hmm. is stupidly expensive. So yeah. Yeah. this is and, certainly uh, going to be a good alternative. For me specifically, I feel like I'm playing with cheat codes on because for some reason... <laughs> Launceston Maya loves to, for some reason, get the really big figures in bulk. There'll be like 10 of them. And then everyone who wants one will buy one. And then like four will sit on the shelf and rot until they hit like massive clearance prices. So I probably will pick this guy up, but I'll probably only pay about $20, $30. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I would like a big beefy Alpha Tron. And he does look like the kind of guy that would sit well on a shelf as just a big purple muscular, you know, Alpha. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And that sort of leads into, like, yes, it's fantastic, but there's no reason why you'd ever need to transform it because, frankly, the alt mode's pretty meh. Um, yeah. It looks so, like a paper aeroplane that somehow is also a spaceship. I think yeah. it looks like um, some sort of aquatic vehicle. <laughs> I think and, it um, like, I'm I don't impressed know. that they've managed to make that out of his bot mode. You know, it's certainly a comprehensive transformation. Like, yeah, yeah. Move is a whole lot. I'm just not sure what it's trying to achieve. Yeah, exactly. The only thing you can make out really is the robot mode cape. Obviously, goes on the sides, yeah. and then yeah. everything else. Uh, actually, no. Take that oh, back. No, um, if knees. you look off, he, off his butt, I think you can see the cockpit <laughs> for his um, vehicle <laughs> mode. So I think he's going to be sort of face down. I'm not falling for that, Brad. You're making me trying to stare at Alpha Triumph. <laughs> right. I'm onto but, you. I'm onto is, you. But. <laughs> no, no, but I can, actually, I can actually see that his knees sort of end up on the side of the alt mode. You know? So I'm sort of seeing a bit of wrapping around himself uh, with limbs yeah. and hugging himself and legs sort of. Oh, you can definitely make out the way where he's things go on here. doing alpha yoga to like, turn. It's not a complicated <laughs> transformation. I think the issue with Alpha Trion is that you know, he's never really been depicted as having an alt mode. So it's mm, like, yeah. like a character such as him, you know, like you could say, oh, well, Megatron and Morphin meets the eye. He never transformed. But you can say pretty easily, well, he's just going to turn into a tank. Right. But Alpha Trion is very nondescript. He's, mm, yeah. he's not like one of those characters where you can just assign him an alt mode and it would fit. It's like, 
what are you going to do? So they've defaulted, like, you know, spaceship, line, etc. And yeah, now it's whatever this is. But a spaceship that comes with a flip-out candy, <laughs> cotton candy gimmick, where apparently he uh, shoots out plunges covered in fairy floss, but... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird. It doesn't really look like a blast effect. It looks like he has like some sort of Malay clubbing ability. In <laughs> it looks like he's got like you know the things that you used to clean your ears with, but they come yeah. with bubble gum and they flip out. And he's like, "Oh, I've got bubble gum on my ear cleaners." <laughs> but I mean, that's that's what those big things do. They all have that sort of interesting gimmick, like you know, sort of Megatron's giant beef tank flip out thing and the the Matrix punch from Optimus. It's harmless. Yeah, it doesn't cost yeah. the figure anything. Again, it's Cyberverse, so they yeah. want that little gimmick in there, and that's that's fine. Mm. Mm. Yep, I'm happy with the quality of these figures so far, though. And lastly, we uh, also we didn't see this last week, but uh, we didn't see the ones from Alpha Trine onwards. I don't think. Mm. Yeah, we're getting another Nor. Um, I've heard there's some yeah. retooling here, which is not exactly the same as the uh, Titans Return figure. It does. Yeah, it same. looks. I don't think that's a retool. Uh, I would say that's like a shared transformation scheme. I'd say it's a new mold. Yeah, because it, mm. it's an it's a new, it's a different size class as well. Like this mm. is yeah, so like deluxe class, isn't he? So he's deluxe. He's the yeah. deluxe animated thing. The same size as deluxe. So it's like a shared transformation um, scheme, I guess. But then you know, upsized, and he's got the gimmick in him as well. Yeah, I think that's probably why he's been upsized because so he could incorporate that gimmick into him. I really would have liked to have seen them do a little bit of engineering to hide his elbow. elbow yeah, 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 but again, eh, what are you gonna do about it? it doesn't really. Yeah, it's cyberverse. Yeah. <laughs> also interesting that we're seeing Deadlock in this line before Drift. Yeah. I mean, I think he only appeared as Drift once in the show, and that was like non-speaking in the background. Like the only time. He really was named on screen was when he was Deadlock, so it, hmm. it makes sense given that that was his larger role. It gives him something to release for uh, later in season two. Yeah, yeah so. <laughs> All right, let's get into some figures that we are a little, or maybe not excited about. Studio series were on display at uh, Toy Fair as well. So we've got car mode uh, uh, dropkick from the Bumblebee film. That's one I completely blanked his name. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, <laughs> I actually, I really, as far if you like the characters from Bumblebee and you want a decent representation of them, you're probably at this point really up disappointed with how the dropkick figure looked for the initial studio series release because the helicopter one was this weird gray blob. The car mode does a lot more in both modes. Yeah, well, um, the thing is also that helicopter one is like, the way that they've done it is, uh, you know, we'll just have it so it's just turning into a helicopter and just turning into a car. Mm. Whereas in the movie, he only ever turned into a helicopter when he also turned into a car. So he had that triple change of form, mm-hmm. which makes the initial deluxe really inaccurate. But with this guy, he started off the movie as like uh, just turning into a car. Yeah. And there is there is a there's a scene where he's there and he has just this robot mode. And if you look at their promotion, most of the promotional material for the movie actually uses this form of dropkick. So all the posters and stuff is generally depicted with this body rather than the one he gets later on. Uh... So, like, this is more accurate to promotional material. And unlike the initial deluxe, this is, like, perfectly accurate to the movie. 
Plus, mm. it gets back to the good old headlight tits. <laughs> <laughs> it also just happens to look like a really good figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah, I'd love me some good old headlight boobies. You know, not, not the most original thing in the world, just you know, your standard car with uh, door wings on it and door wings. But yeah, I mean, and these are full on door wings. Like, yeah, they're yeah. not parts of the door. That's just the wings splayed out. I really like him. I think he'll look great to display. Yeah, interesting yeah. that both his wheels, like all of his wheels, end up on the arms as well. Yeah, both good... the elbow and the shoulder have his tires. Looks like it might have like somewhat of an unconventional transformation compared to most of this, of this sort of body type. Mm. Yeah, plus the rear of the car's on his shins, so it sort of makes you wonder how all that comes together, transform. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well, we've seen car transformers done a dozen times in a hundred different ways. At least this one looks unique. Mm, exactly. Um, we're also getting a more movie-accurate Optimus Prime as well. Which... Yeah, he's currently out in the US. He's uh, pro- appeared at Target stores and all the rest of it. We'll have to be mm. waiting a little while for him to reach us down here in Tasmania. But, yeah, initial reports are he's quite fun, a unique transformation, and a very tidy alt mode. Yeah, or... from what I've heard, it's like they tried to avoid just going for the usual trappings of an Optimus Prime transformation. The, the so actually... very tempting old-style transformation. Of <laughs> yeah, so it's like, oh, we've got, got a G1 Prime, we'll just do it like G1 Prime. That's no, mm. it. From what I hear, it sounds like it's actually more of its own thing, you know, trying it's, to... It's innovative, but it doesn't feel like they just did it to be different. It's still good. Yeah, and I've, I've seen, out of all the figures I've seen here, I think this is the one that most people are hyped for because, you know, while, while I'm not... It's the per- personally the thing I'm biggest on. It's like a lot of people really do love uh, this incarnation of Prime. I just love the old mode. It's really tidy. Like it looks really blocky and square, which usually I don't like. But this, it looks really clean and nice. And it just seems that if everything tabs in just right, mm, it looks wow, really nice. Mm. Yeah, that's it. The, like the lines are tight, and just going between that and robot mode, like there's there's a lot of um, panel shifting here that needs to take place just to mm-hmm. to get yeah. it to lock in. I Same really way. liked um, Optimus in the Bumblebee movie, and this really looks great it looks like you know the sort of optimus prime we all know and love like a big leader but he also looks like you can really take down a few decepticons <laughs> you know the one thing that bums me out though what's that no trailer. yeah no trailer yeah, hmm. yeah. yeah we'll, we'll get to that because i'm sh- from the, looks sure things, the one we'll see later might be compatible yeah <laughs> third party will probably itch scratch that itch hmm. We continue Ooh. down the path towards getting a, a giant Devastator toy out of the studio series. <laughs> I don't recognize this guy at all. Somebody filmed this is, him. He never transformed in a movie. So Constructicons, maybe not half because this is in the Megatron, but a I, lot of them didn't transform in the movie. I'm just going to lead with a massive gripe, but seeing this guy now, he barely, he didn't transform in the film. The figure barely effing transforms here. Yeah, I know. It's, um, <laughs> it's interesting. Oh. Like, the thing that transforming is like movie devastator was a mess. It's yeah always been a mess. Um it's no point getting into it, but this figure yeah. does nothing for me. I just feel like he's a necessary release to get towards the full on devastator when it finally goes together. This guy will serve some purpose. Yeah, this is Hasbro taking a gamble. This is yeah. everyone like we're entirely relying on yeah. people buying this. We know devastator. this figure's not very good, but Fred, you do you want to jump over to robot mode? Devastator. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Finger wait for robot it. mode. Wait for it. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's accurate to the concept art, and it's accurate have, to the legs toy for the most part. I have a feeling that this figure in the combined form will be the weight bearer, the load bearer. 
<laughs> I think he's one of her hands, actually. Oh, think, really? Yeah, he's got the big grabby claw bit, but just the, the fact mm. that he's, his oh. head telescopes out on this weird sort of double, like, you can see it's got like a double hinge on it. He has tiny little T-Rex arms, and then his <laughs> treads bend into these weird Vs, and then just telescope out on like, there's one, two joints, and then thing that looks like a knee, and there's, it's facing outwards. Oh, it's like some kind of nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> but it is keeping in with the um the whole devast or the whole constructicon transformations where His you had Dev Demolisher with the, the two wheels, you had His colors are lovely. Yeah. This is the, the looks like play. Bumblebee got messed up. Yeah, if, if there's like a sliding <laughs> scale of Bayverse aesthetic with like one end being stuff that I'm okay with, this guy's far on the other end. This guy's in the... Yeah, this is one of the things in Bayverse where like Decepticons just don't look like this from the same species as you know, robots. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that being said, it has been... It has given me no end of annoyance to see G1ers and, you know, your hardcore G1 groups. They just take this one image of his figure and go, ah, look at that. Oh, it's, this is a Bayverse crap. Like, this thing didn't appear in a movie. Like, well, no, yeah. I get it. you don't like Bayverse, but this is part of a combiner based on a piece of concept art. Concept Chill out. Art. It's it's yeah. not a big deal. That get over yourselves. Some of a yeah. great part, so it doesn't mm. bother me. He, like I said, he confuses me. He doesn't upset me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some One people thing... seem really happy about him. So, mm. well, that's doing exactly the same as what TFC Tarn's doing. So, each to their own. Getting to something that was seen in the movies, we've got a finally a version of the uh, helicopter drift. We've got a figure that represents that what six seconds of footage we're drifting. Yeah. He, yeah. he did it twice in AOE and one and no, no he didn't do it at all in last night. No, he, it's, no, it's, it's a really nice figure. Yeah, this just looks like much better than the two deluxes we've had previously. It's amazing. And, looks really nice and I actually i like the idea of just taking the rear rotor off and just turning into a weird buckler shield i think it's cool <laughs> yeah and it, even strange is it looks so good despite it being a retool of dropkick yeah yeah he, yeah. he who did it better drifted drift yeah. water. <laughs> which i've heard some say that maybe that drift was first and dropkick was just something to put out first yeah maybe they were made you know rough two in one because drift had this really unique alt mode in the movie in the helicopter form and his alt mode here is actually fairly accurate to that so it's like it's a very me looking helicopter i mean if you jump across brad just have a look wow. at just it looks super military mm. really cool sort of angled cockpit and the beautiful thing is when you're looking at the helicopter mode you can't see any sort of bot bits lying out there's no things no. To go, that's an elbow and that's, that's a really knee. well done it's like yeah. this is the kind of thing that if you had it displayed in your home, if you weren't a known Transformers nut, someone would walk past and go, cool toy helicopter, and then just keep going. Mm. It looks like a RC sort of remote control helicopter. Yeah, I was mm -hmm. kind of thinking it should be a drone, but it's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love how he's got missile knees. Got missile and, knees. <laughs> and just not having the torso be the front of a car, I think, helps a lot too, where you can sort of pull in that big Gaddy Veyron design. And um, tighten everything up a bit without just having a car on his chest, which those other two figures had. Yeah, definitely solidly dig it. Yeah, um, there he is. There's the big bot himself. Yeah, we got a new, another movie uh, studio series masterpiece, not masterpiece, Optimus Prime coming with trailer this time, much like he has for at least four, possibly five times before. But uh, this is a Jetwing studio series Prime, and um, 
much like the original Dark of the Moon studio, serial, Dark of the Moon jet wing, he's got the, the big jets. He hasn't got the Gatling guns this time. He's got more of a movie-accurate gun setup. And the trailer transforms into his armory. Yeah, if you were wondering, you know, how this thing fills out a litre price point, it's comes yeah. with a stack of accessories and a yeah. changing trailer. For for the one instance, for what, like three or four seconds that actually turned into that in Dark of the Moon? I've got to get to my mech tech. <laughs> what it was. <laughs> yeah, it's a couple of times in, uh, like in the shockwave scene in the final fight. Yeah. And the thing is, it's, he comes with the axe. It looks like he comes with his actual wrist swords. He's got two different guns. He's got that shield that you saw in some of the other figures. It looks like it's a really tasty, little tidy little kit as well. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting to see this alongside the uh, siege leaders, you know, like mm. having this thing where it's not necessarily like a great big figure, but instead, you know, sort of smaller size figure that's just got all these accoutrements thrown on. It's like sometimes I'm you know, cool. smaller and with a lot more engineering packed into it. Sometimes yeah. I'm cool with just having a figure with a couple of cool accessories. It doesn't have to be something massive. If it's something small with a bit of uh, bit of uh, variety to it, yeah. I think it. And I mean, mm. especially considering Studio Series folks on scale as well, like they couldn't really make a leader class Optimus Prime. Not with going down a whole different sort of <laughs> level of uh, engineering and stuff going on. There's, there's half of this trail is missing. I wonder where the top and the bottom is. And it's the wings on his back, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? Oh, do, you reckon it's, do you reckon it separates? I reckon it separates on the top. Like, because that looks like yeah. the side sort of balloon yeah, out, that must come from somewhere. Yeah, I, yeah. I see what you mean. Hmm. Yeah, that's the. Uh... Non weapon equipment, the yeah, that's the second half. The Sweet. first half is on Optimus. Mm. It does make me wonder like, inside, you got those, they're pretty rounded sections, they're, yeah, they look like these sort of rails on, so. yeah. So, whether that sort of Constantine is into the middle of the truck, yeah, because you can see there's hinges where those rails you know fold around each other, so like, yeah. The rails don't. I don't think they function. It's just a matter of. Um, I think they just fill. It could out. be like bending. Yeah, it's just movie accuracy, really, because it looked like that in the film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. those are just static pieces. Plus, yeah. it was nice to see the trailer actually do something for once. Yeah. Well, it's got a point. It's not going to be a service station or whatever the original G one version was. <laughs> G one, it just it just randomly vanished. <laughs> yeah. Well, with the cowardly trailer. <laughs> oh no, they're fighting again. It had a purpose. It had a purpose. Uh, we're getting a Transformer Slimer. Yeah. No, we're not. <laughs> but he's attached to something that does transform. Now, we no. we mentioned this last week. Ash, Brad, thoughts on Ectotron? Love um, it. Yeah, I love it. Um, a lot of reasons, though, but you go first, Brad. Uh, Ectotron. Um, the Ecto-1, if I ever you know, won the lotto or anything, that is my dream movie car. And to get... <laughs> That that just looks awesome. We're looking at the uh, the Ectotron in Ecto One mode, and that's just the mode is ridiculous. amazing. Accurate, it is. Yeah, tremendous. So I'm really looking forward to this uh, toy, and I like how it's got, also got the Whiplash antenna. Very nice mm. little touch there, and yeah, really great. Looking forward to it. Mm. Ash. <laughs> Very excited. Uh, again, for all the wrong reasons, though, I'm very keen to see Ectotron. I really like Ghostbusters. I think it's one of those tie-ins that just works. But at the same time, you know how you've seen fan art all over the internet of, oh, what if Ecto-1 turned into a Transformer? And it's always right next to, what if the DeLorean from Back to the Future turned into a Transformer? Yeah. <laughs> what if the Ninja Turtles battle wagon turned into a Transformer? I hope that this is just opening a can of worms and we're just going to get all this awesome retro pop culture stuff. Just suddenly it's a Transformer because bugger it, why not? Yeah. 
yeah, I wanted to briefly discuss this, and I've done some research before we went on. Unfortunately, currently, as far as I could tell, no one holds the Back to the Future toy license, so that would have to be something that Hasbro organises. The more unfortunate thing is Turtles, Batman. Um, they're all Mattel, aren't they? Yes, they're all Mattel, which they're never going to hand that over. So uh, It crushes me. We I, I get think the DC license just uh, well, left Mattel, actually. They've DC. lost some, yeah. I, I, I read they lost some of the DC license, so whether that includes the Batmobile or not. Who's doing another. Jurassic Park at the moment? Is it Mattel or Hasbro? Yeah, Mattel. Mattel? Mattel. Ah, so we can't even get like Jurassic Park Jeeps turning No, no. <laughs> Damn. Oh, well. And the worst thing with this is the combiner ports were removed. If the combiner ports were still here, this is a Voyager, so this is a torso. Could you I imagine? Think if you, if you, you leave imagine the combiner that? ports on this, you would have lawyers just drawing up Hasbro's ass trying to stop it. Yeah. All these pop culture things, like you just get like Knight Rider to attaches with the General mm. Lee from. Well, yeah, I, I looked into that. General Lee, A Team, Knight Rider. For the most part, I could not see anyone that actually hold the licenses oh, for toys. So, team van, yes, yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> the generally, the the Torino from um, Starskin Hutch. There's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of fan art out there of these famous pop culture vehicles being Transformers. Unfortunately, all right, Hasbro only owned two of them. Well, there's and the next discussion topic. If you're listening to this one, please visit the Transformers Collectors Club Australia Facebook group and tell us what would the combiner be called that's made out of all of these 80s retro cars? Nerdtron, Geekatron. Oh, nerdgasm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Ectotron is a tidy little kit and just I'm amazed at how good that old mode looks. It's just perfect. There's like, it's too, it's too good. Yeah. I'm, I'm, mm, I'm apparently yeah. the majority of that, like the main body of the car, is its backpack. But it's a it's a ghost pack. Yeah, there's a proton yeah. pack. Yeah, yep. By design, the hose, the hose is there. The whip antenna is there. Obviously, Brad, you're saying it's a bit of a good homage, but I think that's got more of a practical yeah. thing to um to go to the the one for the oh it's oh no it's per, it's blue there so maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Also, it's the robot still... mode's making me think of um, oh, what's it? Drop shot. You know, universe drop shot. The oh uh, yeah, he's got the the same goggles. Yeah, too. he's got the goggles. Yeah, yeah. they look mm -hmm. very similar. Yeah, really looking forward to it. I like how he's got the um, the Ghostbusters movie sort of um uniform color on his chest and yeah. legs a bit. Yeah. Oh my god, he does too. That's great. Yeah. Overalls. And he's and... got the little name badge. Yeah. Yep. Name badge is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's all right. We'll return to this in a little bit with some more news coming up. KSI Sentry Boss, which is a repaint of Nitro Zeus. Oh, I get. Isn't it just Nitro Zeus with different colors? Well, yeah, it's literally yeah. just Nitro Zeus. They drop oh, the ball hard here. There's no like a different gun or anything. So he's got the a new hat. <laughs> Nitro Zeus was. I mean, the theory is of Nitro Zeus. They just released an unused figure from Age of Extinction. Mm. Because KSI boss is just much this just KSI boss with a few little accoutrements added. So um, clarify. I mean, we look the, at the, 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 the Nitro Zeus we got is really accurate. Necklace? No. <laughs> What's like, the point? It's so the Nitro Zeus we got is really inaccurate. So what they 
could have done here is just said, hey, this is kind of side boss, but actually made it look like Nitro Zeus, you know, which would have been the smart thing to do. Because all, all you had to do was change your head here. Just give it a shockwave looking head or something. Yeah, I was going to say, I have a feeling this guy might actually start to be known in the fandom as uh, Shackwave. <laughs> He's just... <laughs> like, uh, I am so confused. Like, Why wouldn't you just take the bare minimum effort and just change the head on this mm. so that you could make a accurate Nitro Zeus instead of What's just... The original Nitro Zeus also a headmaster. Yeah. Uh, you could remove the head, but it didn't transform because... Yeah, there's, you like, pop the head off there's, there's a cut scene in the movie could, where yeah, Cogman rips his head off. Yeah. yeah, But you could put a Titan's Return or Titan Master in there. The same port, I know that much. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder if this even still keeps that port or if it's just an, a, a head that's attached and you can't mm. take it off. They just but... put a little bit of super glue in there. Said, <laughs> yeah, there's a new figure. Off you go. <laughs> it feels a little bit like, for those who miss Nitro Zeus, here's not Nitro Zeus. Yeah. It does. It does look like a pretty awesome robot mode. I but... like the colors, and the jet mode is kind of clean. It still suffers from whole bot hiding under plane syndrome, but it's not bad. Yeah. I mean, as far as studio series go, there's some cool figures coming, and I mean, I'm excited for at least half of them. Yeah, it is still a clean jet. It's a clean yeah. jet. I just hate that you can see the shoulder joint so clearly. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it looks clean there, but I reckon as soon as you flip it over, you're like, oh, oh yeah, you get to see a <laughs> like this, just you know. Try not to pay all messed up a bit. Yeah. Well, seizures thinking about that, and we'll get to that in a minute, or or not. <laughs> no, not. Siege released a complete new wave of figures at uh, Toy Fair. Now, we've got here on table displays of these figures. There's only one I want to talk about, and that's the uh, head for the new Omega Supreme. You don't even want to talk about the whole figure, just the head. <laughs> well, we'll talk about the whole figure in a minute when we get to the but official... Considering trip. the size of this figure, the head is a handful. The head is a, a, a giant head that's going to be, you know, the size of a tennis ball, at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And look at that stern, stern man. Omega mm. Supreme's not angry. He's just disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> Last week when we have seen sort of initial releases of this um, with the official images, he looked like he was wearing a big set of sunglasses Men in Black style, and it's good to hear to see this figure in hand and how much the head does look like G1 because that, that head was really disturbing me <laughs> last yeah. week. No, it's a really exceptional head sculpt. The head looks really great behind its, I guess, its windshield. Like he's what he's got like yeah. an oxygen face thing, but yeah, you can see from the original toy picture, he just he's got big bug eyes. Mm. Yeah, like I don't know, maybe it's like it was originally like a solid gold. Thing and you can lip, lift up and see his face, but now they've just like made it transparent so you can see his face the whole time. Yeah, I, yeah, that's the official I release. Look, I don't know what's going big on. There, so I think the render might be wrong. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's all right. I suppose while we're on Omega Supreme, there's his base mode there. Apparently, the uh, the tracks he's got the, some tracking layers on his legs, and it was dropped if you collect all the guardians, you can connect them all up and the. They have the same sort of connecting ports with the tracks as what Trypticon and Fort Max do. So, yeah. So you're going to be able to connect them. They said, yeah, they said if you get multiple of this mold, which suggests there's going to be maybe an Omega Sentinel, um, you can actually connect the tracks all together. So you can have like one massive track going around two rocket stations. Mm. Um, yeah. And they also said for scale that this guy is going to be same size or comparable. Devastator, which was, you know, like another bloke. Yeah, but 
you know, in G1, it's Omega Supreme and Devastator. Mm-hmm. And they, with them saying that, I'm just saying that this could be smaller than what we've been used to with Fort Max and Metroplex. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we can get same size as Devastator. And I'll be very happy with that. Agreed. Yeah. I'm also really happy to see that they actually showed when they were displaying him on the floor, he actually got quite a generous ankle tilt, which has always bothered me. A lot of the really big bots can be a bit awkward to to display, particularly people like Fort Max sort of get a bit of straight leg syndrome. But, yeah, they've actually shown off a really cool ankle tilt. Yeah, solid joints apparently are really nice. Good to to hear that the engineering is good for him. They said... um... There was a video uh, of them interviewing the lead designer, and they said that no Omega Supreme toy before has ever had ankle tilts. So it's just nice <laughs> to see it finally in this. So I've got the G1 Omega Supreme, and yeah, that's just like... He's got no tilts. No. <laughs> He's an old pin robot, and that's pretty much all you can get out of it. Yeah, and um, the rocket, like his rocket arms, it's obvious that there's actually transformation going there. It's not just popping them off and putting them in because just cylinders that you're jamming inside each other. His rocket mode looks like there's it's extended to be in rocket mode and it shrinks down for arm mode. And they also had, um, you can get a micro master into the rocket as like a little pilot. Mm. Yeah. And he actually comes with micro master as well. Yeah. One of the interesting things they showed in the transformation as well was that, um, the way the rocket transforms in rocket mode, I think it's like, it operates like uh, Gaga, where the rocket in that form you see there just shoots straight through the chest and then turns into the arms on the other side. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's a really creative Actually, way. Actually, if you look at the base mode there on the far right-hand side, you, you can, can see the hole it goes through. There's a big hole that the arms would go through. Yeah, that's yeah and then a, you can yeah. see with like the tank slots into the thing there. That's where the extra length goes. Uh, you can see it doesn't require a lot of parts forming. To me, it looks like it's a matter of, I mean, obviously, you know, there's the tracks, you parts form those, but it seems like, you know, the legs stay attached and mm. then you just slot in the tank and slot in the rocket. Mm. Yeah. And the massive be... chunk actually makes the base mode look more visually interesting as well because it adds a bit of shape to it. Mm. That'll be really good because a lot of people have G1 Omega Supreme, <laughs> the most parts former mm. transformer ever, and this guy, like just, that, yeah, yeah, they've just taken all that on board and just, Gone with a really nice looking figure with minimal parts forming. Yeah. Well I've heard I've heard of um this is probably the least parts former figure that we've ever seen for Omega and just all those parts that would remove are still that goldy colour. Yeah. Um Yeah. And he's got his mini micromaster as well. Can run around the track. And the rocket, hang out in the rocket. <laughs> um last week we discussed this, but Ash what do you think of Jetfire, Skyfire? I think it's amazing that we're getting a new official size class. Like yes. Like a proper official size class. Because, Man, I mean, it hasn't been a good long while, has it? Like, we've yeah. had to change around a bit, but nothing like this. We've had a couple of little sort of bits here and there, but things like, you know, Deluxe and Voyager and Leader have always been around, but now we've got this Commander class, and I I, I like the look of uh, Jetfire. I think he's the perfect example of sort of your, your old-school-looking Jetfire toy that's sort of been updated. I mean, it's been a long time since Generations Jetfire, let's be clear. It's been a long, long time. We saw him in the reject shop, for God's sake. Long 20 bucks. <laughs> 20 bucks at the reject shop. And here he is now. He's reasonably priced, too. Like, far, like from Australian standards, he's actually not going to break the bank. Mm. But I still find myself asking the question, if this is a commander-size uh, class Autobot figure. I mean, 
he can be a Decepticon, but more on that later. <laughs> Who would be the first Commander class Decepticon figure? Hmm. And why is his name Astrotrain? Uh, Astrotrain. Astrotrain. Oh, Astrotrain. Oh, I, think, I think that's uh, later, isn't it? Yeah, we're getting a leader Astrotrain. Yeah, leader Astrotrain. Uh, I, I would Commander, say, though, but I would say something like Overlord, but we just got one. Just got one. Yeah, I know, but it's just, yeah. that's what's got me going. What? Would we get I'd to? say Scorponok, but he'd probably be a Titan. Yeah, um, I, I sincerely yeah. hope Scorponok is a Titan class. Yeah, should be. Yeah, if we're get... he'd probably be like Japanese G1 stuff, I imagine. Yeah, because that's um, where you get a lot of the larger scout figures, you know, stuff like Star Saber, what have you. I've been um, looking at this Jetfire for the last few days. At first, I was like, yeah, I'm happy with my generation's Jetfire from 2014, but. Oh, after looking look at, at this, <laughs> after looking at this, and like you can like the armor you can clip onto him, so he looks like his Robotech self. <laughs> um, he's got the chest swapping symbol gimmick, and you can also fit a Titan Master in his cockpit as a little pilot. And I just think this is going to be really, really awesome. Also, his weapon effects, like that, are used for his jet turbines and such. Yeah. Modular. So you can pop bits on and off them and make them longer and smaller and make like little blasts or big blasts. And uh, yeah, it speaks to me at all the wrong levels. It my wallet is weeping. Is it known? <laughs> I don't need it, but I think I want it. That's just one thing we didn't mention about Omega Supreme too. He has those sort of flame effects where finally his um his crab claw arm has like a jet. Yeah, he's got a from it. in the middle of it kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, his, his weapon effects are huge. Yeah. And uh, another thing that this Jetfire has is he has handles in his um, plane mode, so he can actually hang, um, like, you know, little deluxe or scout figures. What? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so the people get so a head drop off and they can repel it, out of reinforcements. Yeah, so I reckon this is just going to be an awesome toy. <laughs> oh, my God. They are, they're full-on handles that you'd get on, like, a Sydney train. <laughs> <laughs> Deploy, deploy. Oh, this is great, especially if you can get somebody who can actually like look like they're doing a flying fox on it coming. <laughs> they we can talk fly-by jet kick to the head of a Decepticon. <laughs> we talked briefly before about Nitro Zeus and his sort of shoulders showing at the front of the figure. This um, he's showing full on here the uh, the underside of the figure, and it looks pretty tidy. It's yeah. for the most part. It's all fold away. Like it's, it's the kind of thing like you squint and you're like, yeah, there's legs there. Mm, there's a wrist there. But it's not bot hiding under jet syndrome that affects so many jet figures. Well, it helps when he's a big box to start with. So it, it probably does not that he is a flying brick. I mean, like his alt mode, it sure is a jet, but it's not sleek or sexy. It's not a Concorde uh, brick. But Tim. I would love to get a size of actually how big in centimetres slash inches he is. Because 11 inches. 11 inches. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so you know, a bit shorter than a Hot Toys figure. Yeah, but that's... Which doesn't got... seem all that big, but when you... Need... Other fig figures always seem a lot bigger than Transformers. Oh. So if you put that next to another Transformers figure, it's actually going to be quite large. Guys, Does anyone got the Fans Toys one? Um, I did not have the the fans' toys ones. However, there is a Tasmanian uh, collectors club uh, fan who does have one. <laughs> it is about, oh, about five inches bigger. Like it, it, it's it's not comparable, but it would do in a pinch. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at I've got um, Decker Toys Chronos, and I'd I'd say that eleven inches would come to his shoulders. So you've still got the jet 
all the, the wings and that above it. So, Fantastic Phoenix is still a masterpiece scale grade figure. It's big, metal, expensive, and all the rest of it. But this would do in a pinch. This would nearly fit into that same size scale, I'd imagine. <laughs> this is there. This is there. We're not going to do our own masterpiece Skyfire. He's a, a masterpiece Ultra Magnus, so he's already a great deal taller than MP10. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah, and that. Yeah. Yeah, this is, this just looks like it's um, the answer that many G1 fans have been after for like 30 years getting an official. This guy is actually Skyfire, isn't it? They, like, no, they've, they've called it Jetfire, which just... Oh, did they? I thought it was Skyfire on the tag. No, I think it has to be called Jetfire now. Yeah, I know. In, the, in terms the, of licensing. Yeah. But um, yeah, this looks like the uh, the toy, you know, that... Last few years, they've been releasing awesome G1 characters in like an awesome toy form that, you know, couldn't obviously be realized back in the 80s. But now these days, you know, uh, engineering has come so far and we can get awesome toys like this. And I'm really looking forward to being able to put him up on the shelf and have him dominate the skyline. He's got <laughs> mounted guns. That's another weakness for me. I love wrist-mounted guns. And not only does it have wrist-mounted guns, they also shoot lasers. Like, they actually have <laughs> orange pew coming out of the end of them. Pew, and he's also got pew. the, um, like, you can ha he can have open hands, and then as soon as you close it, you get the five-millimeter peg hole in there, which and, is just and articulation. amazing. And articulation. open, the peg hole is hidden. But when you yeah. close it, it pops out ready to hold a gun. That's pops engineering. Out. That's clever. That's the kind of thing I'd expect from third party, not Hasbro to <laughs> Yeah, so that's his... I mean, I've got the Henke figure that sort of looks like that, but it's really small for a Jetfire. And that's also, I think, like his G1 toy, like the Robotech sort of <laughs> aspect yes. of that. Yeah, so it just looks like it's going to be knocking the ball out of the park. Just an that's... interesting tidbit as well. It's funny to see that, obviously, we had this Commander-class massive Jetfire. Did you also see that in the Cyberverse series, there's like a deluxe-scale Jetfire coming out? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just so random they just go like and while you're enjoying this massive jet fire try jet fire light for your pockets <laughs> but i mean more on that another day there's too much cyberverse yeah daddy gets the commander size and the, yeah. the <laughs> child gets the deluxe size shame <laughs> little, little jet fire isn't slightly smaller we probably ride big jet fire in a battle just to yeah. <laughs> oh it, no hang on the underside it's <laughs> <laughs> an intended gimmick so <laughs> Yeah. Why not? Uh, I shall call him Mini Me. <laughs> <laughs> Mini Fire. <laughs> but yeah, people that weren't aware of it, it's also been revealed that he does actually have the ability to change his insignia on his chest. You can yes. actually go back to that original episode and boom, be a Decepticon. Decepticon no more. Be a Decepticon, be friends with Starscream and all the rest of it before you realize that he's probably not a cool bloke. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, also, we've got a repaint of Sideswipe in the Red Alert. Um, mm -hmm. Interesting. His light bar comes off his roof and actually becomes a becomes axe. a battle axe. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, it's good for a fireman, but this is meant to be on Cybertron, so I don't know if you'll be needing an axe. <laughs> Cybertron. <laughs> yeah. Plus, it's still the standard 5mm port, so you could make... Prime a fire truck, or <laughs> you put that on the roof of other bots as well, and um, they'd be able to peg on. Um, we talked briefly last week about Impactor as well. Ash, where are you with Impactor? 
I'm happy just to see a proper shelf release figure of him. He's not a special exclusive. I think the last time we saw a deluxe impactor, he was uh, one of the mail order ones only. He was like the subscription club only. Yeah. He was part of the Combiner Wars range, which is cool. But again, only what a handful of those get made. And yeah, well, it was cool. only it was a subscription service figure. As yeah. Well. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, we had that and then it was a retail book. Yeah, I think I've heard that was quite good, but it's like impossible oh, it's a to good find. Figure, but obviously nobody has it because it was only people. Yeah, it was just, it's probably better than this, to be honest. Like, yeah, I mean, this one looks okay as, as a figure. About, um, sieges, obviously, we've got Impactor, we've got Springer. There's a bit of a an inkling of maybe some cool record figures to hang I out. I think for you. a lot of people have responded to this negatively because they look at it and go, "Oh, the hell, it is. That's not Impactor. Impactor doesn't. Like, no, this is Siege's it's generally G one, right? And a lot of people don't." Remember that Impactor is G. He's from G1. It's like yeah. one of the first comics I read was Target 2006, where he first shows mm-hmm. up. And he, like, in that, you know, the G1 UK comics, this is exactly what Impactor looks like. <laughs> I've just, I've just quickly Googled him and, um, the figure's actually a great deal more flattering <laughs> than the comics are. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. He does have that UK G1 art style. So. Oh, he sure does. <laughs> I could make him out of cardboard. <laughs> yeah, so maybe he's not like the best impact we possibly could have gotten, but he's certainly uh, the most accurate one. The thing that interests me, though, is obviously he is a new mold. He's not a retool of any existing Siege figure. So the question I have is, is he a pre-tool of someone else who's going to come out? I I don't know <laughs> who you do. I mean, like, you, you I could want just a generic Warpath tank figure. Get another tank, but Warpath has his gun in his chest, so... Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not sure where the chest ends up on here because the chest, I feel like, would be the prohibiting factor on this figure, and it's hard to tell I where think the chest the ends chest up. Might be underneath the tank turret. Well, yeah, you, I can't tell you, if it's like underneath the, the tank turret the, or like it could be underneath the turret or you know, there's a couple different blocky masses on that turret section. And I'm not sure where the chest would actually end up. Yeah, now you mention it, it does look like maybe the turret opens up and the chest is actually inside the turret, but I don't see mm. this being Warpath. Um, it's it's mean, just generic it tank Transformers, you know. Yeah. It's run- you could mm. slap some slap some grain loam and call them bulkheads. And maybe we get a completely <laughs> disappointing deluxe scale bludgeon. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> possibly. <laughs> but yeah, it's very difficult to think of any other tanks. Oh, Mirage. <laughs> Speaking of disappointments, <laughs> I, think makes, I think he's a serviceable mirage. He's just his feet weird me out because like they, they look like they've got all the wrong mass in the wrong place. I understand that yeah. they're working from an engineering standpoint to keep him standing up, but he's got these itty bitty little toes, and then there's just this giant wedge out the back of it. <laughs> well, previous this was the uh, the retool of Dragstrip for Combiner Wars. I don't think that was too bad, but it wasn't too bad. And considering before then was like the, the universe figure that just apparently yeah, had I've got that one. Poppy leg syndrome ever. Apparently, I don't own the figure. This is just my. This is what I've been told. But um, yeah. I mean, the thing I like about this one is that he's got a really cool alt mode. Like his alt mode goes together quite nicely. I mean, there's Formula One cars on Cybertron. <laughs> Cybertron. <apparently>. Why not? <laughs> Yeah. The thing I like, and I've realized this now more and more, looking at the Siege figures, obviously, they have the special weapon effect pegs in choice locations on the bots, either if they're in bolt mode or alt mode. You can see in his alt mode, because I think that his shoulders end up sort of being underneath the rear fin. 
there's actually little nubs on either side of them to make it look like he could actually be shooting lasers as he's driving forward. Those effect pieces, yeah. 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 So, I mean, that's nifty. I mean, that's that's sort of the key siege gimmick is the whole idea of, like, oh, weapon effects, and I dig it, so, yeah. And also because yeah. they're going with the whole Cybertron motif, it's nice to note that his uh, canopy is actually covered. Yeah. <laughs> so space vehicle, all right. Exactly. Yeah, there's no cockpit there. No people are going in this. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's groovy. Yeah. We've seen Starscream um, already. We're getting the yeah. Thundercracker now as well. I was so excited. I was so excited when I you know, mm-hmm. saw these, and then I saw that they're the Pyramid ones. I'm like, yeah, I know. Siege on Cybertron, Pyramid, Seekers. I was just like, eh, ass. Now that I've actually seen the back of Starscream when he's in bot mode, I'm okay with it. Because I was worried that, like, I've seen third-party Tetrajets, and the back is a mess. It's mm. awful. But these ones, it's actually pretty good. A lot of the stuff actually packs up quite nicely, and the wings sit quite neatly. I don't know why I'm webcam. I'm sort of flapping my arms like I'm going to fly. <laughs> but um, they actually sit quite nicely behind him. The other thing that I've noticed, and I'm pretty sure, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm at least at about 97%, Thundercracker and Starscream have different face sculpts oh okay now that i've seen starscream like i've seen in hand images today on tfw really up close in the face he just sort of has i guess just you know a bit of a sour pussy look but apparently thundercracker has a full-on smirk going on yeah it looks like uh, if you look at the uh this picture that we're looking at now sort of close up he's got like a little I was going to say Starscream smirk, but if this... Yeah, it feels a bit weird it's the wrong way around. But, I mean, we used to seek as being, this is exactly the same figure you bought before, but the colours are different. (laughs) (laughs) Recently, like, between third party and what few official things we've had, they didn't differentiate with head sculpts. Like, I believe the Commander Wars leaders had different head sculpts. Um, And then, like, third party-wise, the heads are almost always different. Mm. Oh, there was. I forgot there was. Combiner was like the Power of the Primes. You, you talk about like Popeye Arm Starscream? Oh, no. That, I don't think that no, there was a leader class. Uh, the, um, do you remember the leader class ones that were like the RDW style retool from Jetfire? Oh. Yeah. Uh, yes. No. Like, I, targets I, got I, flooded with Skywalks a few years ago. Yeah. I was still I, seeing I, I'd actually blocked that out of my mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so on clearance of thirty dollars and people were offering them for one hundred and forty. It's still it's still in Tassie, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I'm, I'm I'm glad to see that there's at least something characterful between each one of them. And of course, we've seen Thundercracker, we've seen Starscream. Skywarp has to be at Hasbro headquarters in a box that says, in case of seeker loss of interest, break glass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Skywarp will happen, no question. Interestingly, um, we'll get to the reasoning behind this later, but apparently they're also going to do a Red Wing out of this mold. Yeah, I've noticed okay. that. I think it was you that mentioned that there was a listing update somewhere that stuffed up and mentioned Red Wing accidentally. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Hmm. I'd like to see Acid Storm, if only for the fact that he looks like hot vomit. <laughs> I mean, that in a nice. He was also one of the more prominent, like, recurring Tetrajet seek, like, the actual character Tetrajets in the in the Bumblebee movie. So, yeah, I've got to Beyond Green. It's just that it's just such a weird scheme. Like, you don't. It's the whole idea of like robots in disguise. What are you? I turn into a bright green jet. Okay, cool. <laughs> you can hide in a forest. That's awesome. um, which one is this? The was that Caliburst? One I'm not the other guy who knows these things. 
Yeah, I think this is the this is one yeah, of the it masters. It's effectively it's, too. it's just a retool of Blowpipe, which is eh, boring. But he has a weird gooey energy effect, so I dig that. The fact I actually want to buy this figure, even though I already own him in a different you know color scheme, but I get the cool flexy color effect that basically looks like Ryu shooting a Hadouken. <laughs> that's straight out the cartoon of when an energy blast's about to yeah, explode and go forth. Sort of organic <laughs> shape and you just like I'm I'm down with it. I love it. <laughs> and here is the same mold with Starscream, which is And he's, he's shooting the- that goo out of his shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like apparently like the, the ports on the body are supposed to represent getting hit with things, but whoever organized this photo or did the render was just like Oh, I guess that fits there. Holding a gun and just sort of shooting purple energy out of his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing is, is that he's got null rays on and he hasn't even bothered to aim it on the null ray. He could have mounted it to the end of one. Mm. Oh, <laughs> why, why do you need a, something in your hand when you have the null ray? Is this supposed to be your primary weapon? Yeah. Uh, it's a good old-fashioned Megatron going, Starscream! And turning into a gun, and Starscream shoots him. Mm. Starscream, hold me and pull my trigger. <laughs> this dude, I forget his name, but he's a—he's one of the weapon masters that he turns into a flaming hammer. Smashdown. Is that Smashdown? Is that his name? Mm. Out of all the ones that turn into the flaming hammer, you know the giant beefy bull. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's I mean, perfect. His alt mode is sort of a goofy, like, you know, humanoid bull thing that you kind of, you can take it or leave it, but then he turns into this, and the effect is sick. Apart he from... It literally comes with a shockwave. Yeah, apart from the red colour, it's like, that's Mjolnir coming back into Earth's atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I dig this. I really hope we see a couple of other ones, like, maybe just change the head to something else and make it like this. Is this guy Decepticon? I have no idea, but, you uh... know... Release five of them. Give me different colors. I don't care. I want all of them. And again, see, at least in this in the example of where you take the weapon effect and mount it on an actual person, much as Springer's done here. <laughs> like, I mean, he's sort of got this awkward look at my hammer pose going on. But maybe it's like sort of shot in the shoulder. Yeah, maybe maybe it is like dual purpose as you know being shot. He does actually have his gun on his shoulder. Yeah, and he's got a camera flash mounted onto his shoulder as well, or a satellite dish. <laughs> that, that looks like a really like the typical bad Beast Wars CG render of something. <laughs> it's not the most flattering. Yeah, but I just I hope all these effect pieces we can get extra ones in some sort of bonus pack or something. It it actually does strike me as the kind of thing that if they released just a weapon effect pack, I reckon it would go nuts. Yeah, because that way I you have, can get um, weapon it's... effects in the bot bots line. Oh. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine this in front of the donut or something? Just <laughs> oh, it'd be amazing. Um, yeah. But we'll get back to Springer in a minute. Um, there's also going to be a exclusive Megatron coming out. Uh, one of the G2 bots that apparently was very rarely released. Uh, this is Hero Megatron. He was a. Um, I don't think he ever. I think there's only like a few real world prototypes of the toy made um, I don't yeah. think there's even the real, there's no real world versions of this that are known like the no, image they, they were, um, are, they only exist in like catalogs there were there was like one or two prototypes but it was never put into full production 
Yeah, like the, the only way you can find images of it is from old catalogs. Like yeah, yeah, the seaweed Megatron. <laughs> the standard G two Thera just bonkers. Hero Megatron repaint of um Siege Megatron from Hasbro Pulse and. I've only just discovered Hasbro Pulse, and I'm hoping to maybe sign up if they accept outside of US accounts. <laughs> mm. Apparently, the shipping is excessive. You're looking for something over $30, it's going to cost you the game to post. Yeah, but at the same time, this is going to be their new take on the, you know, the old collector's club that was shut down a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah. Ah, They're going to yeah. be having like exclusives and repaints and stuff and such. And um, yeah. Mm. Plus, yeah, been... they're calling it the uh, Generation Select series. Yes. So, you know, I guess part, part of having Hasbro, you know, past couple of years is like trying to really, across all their brands, really, is like make it seem a lot more collector oriented. And that seems yeah. to have been a big focus of C, just make it more like a collector line. And so, this Select thing, they're marketing it as, you know, these, you know, exclusive little things that. You know, like really niche items that haven't really had a pretense to come out anywhere else uh, coming out now. So here's like an unreleased G2 Megatron. Uh, from the leak, it seems that Red Wing is going to come out under this line. So it's, you know, all, all very niche, uh, unexplored areas. Yeah. So um, it's just, it just nice to see, you know, like the Transformers Collectors Club sort of being reinvented, but at the same time, different. <laughs> the same, yeah. just different and covered with seaweed. <laughs> Would you believe this is the only siege figure I've ordered so far? Oh, wow, <laughs> I I wouldn't be surprised by that at all. But I just love how he's got on his chest Megatron. Yeah, no. yeah that, that's me too. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's had a meeting. It's like, hello, I'm Megatron. <laughs> also, um, this does have a different head than the uh, siege Megatron. Yeah, it's based off the. Yeah. Uh, Pre, like the uh, pre-war minor Megatron head from the IDW comics. Yeah, and um, you can't really see it, but he does actually have red painted eyes. But it, I saw a video review of it, and even then, like the video review had to say he's got red painted eyes because I was like, yeah, it just looks like he's got a black face, and that's it. But, yeah. you can't do that in twenty nineteen. No, certainly no. not. It's like no. a robot gollywog. <laughs> <laughs> Gollywogatron. Yeah, Maybe cut that. Moving on, <laughs> getting back to Springer. We're Springer getting does a... have a car mode, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Were people in doubt about this? They were. Some people tricycle. were. It's a tricycle Why? mode. Yeah, he is a tri. Yeah, it is tricycle mode. Yeah, because the runly renders that people were able to retrieve from different places is were. That, a are you sure it's a tricycle? Yeah, there's another in picture the of the car mode somewhere, and he does. Like there seems to be very little difference between his alternate modes. Like not yeah, as grand as to get the best angle for his car mode, you need to see the actual uh, in hand figures I from the toy fair. Yeah, there's the toy fair in hand picture, I think, somewhere. Yeah, go on to the show floor. Just, I would be really surprised if it's actually really down, 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 down. I, I do not recall noticing that at all. There we go. Yeah, two wheels. Yeah, it's two wheels, but it's basically his legs side by side. It. The thing is. Siege Springer transforms like G1 Springer, where the legs go flip and become well, a motor. A main line oh, the it looks pretty decent. You know? I think he's it looks got great. He's got yeah, the like, big heroic he's chin. He's not a master. Hero mashes, but yeah, I'm still put off by the whole battle damage motif. But 
See, the the figures that I've seen come to Tassie, the battle damage is so half-assed, it might as well not exist. It's the lightest dusting of metallic paint on some parts. Yeah, of it. it's you like most right. We're trying to make Siege a more of a collector-oriented yeah. line. What do we do in our other collect in our other collector lines? Oh, we've got a like paint weathering on them. Right, yeah. do that here. And yeah, and maybe people would be accepting of it, but I think it's the fact that with the Star Wars and Marvel Legends stuff, where they've already had this, you know, um, it's been like that since the inception of those lines. Whereas with here, it's like, no, this isn't a Hasbro licensed thing. This is something that Hasbro's been making for 30 years. And there are, there's no battle damage uh, across any previous Transformers lines. The thing I like Rather, the most... This is a totally the, unique new thing. So it is damage, much more jarring to people. Yeah, it's too over the top is because Starscream, his battle damage in Tetrajet mode is splatters of brown paint. <laughs> it, it just it's seems like weird that they're sort of going... Fun. Going for like the diorama sort of crowd with this line, but it's just. But even then, the battle damage isn't very good. It's the issue. <laughs> it's like the majority of the conversation I've seen surrounding the battle damage is how can I remove the battle damage? Yeah, some people have said that. Some people have said that it's um, just paint that's been put on afterwards, so it is easily, yeah. well, not easily, but it can be removed if you really try for it. Yeah, if you just grab some nail polish remover from Coles or something, you know, it's mm-hmm. it can remove a lot of it very simply. Yeah. One thing I do like though, Springy seems to be like the one that incorporates that battle damage the best out of them all because you've got the um like the whole front of the car mode as battle damage in his chest, and that becomes prominent parts on the bot where you got stuff like priming at where you might have prominent parts on the robot that are battle damaged, but then when it transforms into alt mode, you've got a little section on one side of his cab that's damaged, one side's not. Whereas here it seems to be more uniform. Hmm. You've got that sort of battle damage across the front and that transfers into the um, into the robot mode. Probably better than what I've seen from the other bots, but still, as you said, if still you could wipe this off... <laughs> These are what hand-painted, non-transforming prototypes. So, and yeah, yeah. See, like the final release, retail release, we still can't really be hundred percent sure. But yeah, I doubt it would look this good in person. Yeah, <laughs> as, as uh, just an actual figure, though, like the mold itself, I think that's really impressive. Like it looks, you know, obviously it's not quite the same, but it looks reasonably close to the open and play Springer I've got sitting on a shelf next to me, like. It's quite accurate to G1. I'm, yeah, I'm suitably impressed by this. It's not going to... I imagine for a lot of people, it's not going to unseat the Thrilling 30 version because that's very much an IDW Springer and that's quite a beloved incarnation of a character. But for the more G1-oriented crowd, like that is it's spot on. Oh, I, there's going to be more people G1-oriented than what they were for that. As good as that figure was... I think more people are going to jump on this and maybe even sell that original generation. Oh, yeah. I, I was going to ask you... Because um, a lot of people still want it. Yeah. I was going to ask you, Max, because you just got the Thrilling 30 Springer. Is this... you still prefer that figure? Is this one sort of... Yeah, well, look, I might consider it otherwise because even I already have a Voyager Springer. Like, it, it, it's a great-looking figure. It's yeah. just I've also got a third-party masterpiece version so it's like do I, I don't really need two g1 springers <laughs> i have so a day, i have thrilling 30 i like this i might get it too just because i mean i'm i'm just a i'm a diggler for springer 
It's well, it's also that G1 Springer is quite a character and, um, you know, does, is as a character and as a design is much different. Is very My sentences, grammar's all over the place. Uh, <laughs> it's very different to RDW Springer. You know, they're quite yeah. distinct characters. Yeah. So there's room in there to have both. That's it. The, the figures you got already previously to this are perfect in their own right as a Springer. There's, I don't see this replacing... If you've got that um, Generations one, I don't think you've got that because you want a G1 Springer. You want that because you're either a comic fan or just love the fact to how good that mold is. Um, this isn't going to replace it. This is going to go on a separate shelf with mm. more G1 stuff. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, two swords. I like two swords. <laughs> and that's it. That's it for uh, Siege. BotBots. <laughs> The little gift that keeps on giving. Uh, we've got wave two. Of, um, is it wave two or is it something else? Oh, series three, isn't it? Series two and three. Quick uh, blind box mini series. <laughs> These things always make me laugh because they're just the more I look at it, the more I see, the more I'm just. <laughs> What's the nuclear one there? The red on the far left. Is that, is that a hot sauce or something? Have we got photos? <laughs> I don't know. He could be a hot sauce. Picture beforehand, maybe. Um, 141. Oh, no, oh, it could so be that one. Mushrooms, yeah. What the hell? There's some mushrooms, like Irish shakiki mushrooms. He, oh, oh avocado, pineapple. Oh, there's grapes. Wonder, wonder, wonder if he's called like grapes of wrath or something oh my like God. that. There's a pacifier. Oh well, <laughs> and a milk oh bottle, and a sippy oh. bottle. Yeah, a little milk bottle. Is that what a the... baby monitor on the right? Yes, <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> Looks like. It. Wow. So we've got, we've got the baby born version of Botbots. Here's a music oh, version. Yeah. <laughs> There's a drum kit on the far left and a piano. <laughs> Directly above, it's just a bell. Yeah. <laughs> is that a bell or is that just the yellow and the yellow thing with the stick? Just looks like a bell and a stick. The kind of thing that Santa rings. It's Christmas. What's that shadow there? It looks. I thought it was a cactus or something. Yeah. It could be one of the. You know those things with like the metal base and like the wooden stake and like the plucky string. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the old base for like the oh, bumper. No. And yeah. then a playful version. Wow. The thing is, all of these are going to have some ridiculous punny name that somebody at Hasbro came up with, and that's probably what makes them even cooler. And everyone's going to love them right off the bat. <laughs> Rightio, bet time. What's a duck going to be called? Ash. Oh. I don't think it'll be called Ash. No, probably not. <laughs> it's probably going to be something absolutely ridiculous. I'm thinking a pun with the word quackers in it. I'm going to say quacticus. Cheese and quackers. <laughs> <laughs> Max, you got one? Uh, quack down. <laughs> wow. Um, at, at a pinch, I'll have to say plucker. <laughs> plucker, duck, plucker, duck. Another chicken or a cow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've got a Christmas version as well. There's a pumpkin. Look at the jack-o'-lantern at the top. There's a Halloween one. Oh, yeah. A snowman and a Christmas tree and um, a fireplace. Roaring <laughs> fireplace. I need to see some of these in hand so I can enjoy 
the greatness of the bot bots. Yeah, fast food. Like the one, like the one on the far right. The the pizza slice is it? I think that's I think that's cheese. I think it's like moldy cheese. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the look on appears to be canned tuna that turns into an angry tuna thing. Nice. Wow. This is just going to be very, 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 very interesting to see in real green slushy. (laughs) We've got a watch. We've got a backpack. Oh, wow. A proper watch. Because I know in the original range there was a smart watch, but that's actually an analog watch. Yeah. Some sort of lipstick or something, makeup. They are really going all out with these. Do you think yeah. that like the designers at the Hasbro office just sit around like just doing this? Like sitting yeah, <laughs> around going, have you made that into something yet? <laughs> Gary, what's that? Oh, it's my asthma inhaler. Oh, excellent. Asthma truck. Oh, nice, yeah. Yeah. Does anyone know where Hasbro HQ is located? Is it California? Is, is what he's saying is marijuana legal there? Well, I'm been made legal. Ain't there's some smoking going on? Oh, yeah. A little hammer there. Points for creativity. The drill bit at the end that was a pretty nice touch. Mm. No, I think this, the big thing that drives me about bot spots is just I can't hate them. They're just they're just too endearing. They're charming. They're ridiculously yeah. charming. I know some people say they look a bit like Happy Meal toys, but sorry for five bucks. Yeah, five yeah. bucks. And they transform. There's Shopkins out there that people buy and they don't do anything but sit there. These things turn into these goofy robots. What's with uh, Audrey the plant? <laughs> feed me, Seymour. <laughs> I'm just a mean yellow mother from outer space. <laughs> Does it turn into anything or is it just it's just a hilarious looking pot plant? The more the more I look at that little um cheese slice guy, the more I just fall in love with him. I like the look in his eyes. Like, oh, that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's head out the show with this. Um, we talked earlier about Ecto One, and apparently now there's going to be a five-episode comic run detailing yeah. Ecto One and uh, the Ghostbusters in fiction. To be, yeah. I mean, generally, it's a cool. I mean, there's one thing to sort of just do, like a, the cool sort of tie-in interesting crossover thing that's just sort of you know here it is enjoy it but having something like this sort of elevates it mm. yeah it's taking something that we already know of ghost starscream and ghostbusters you're like oh my oh. god how the hell has oh. this not been that <laughs> ghost starscream before yeah joking his, uh, his terrifying grin like honest to god it will haunt my dreams forever joker yes. scream <laughs> yep. <laughs> Star Joker. Yep. The thing about like Ghostbusters just seem really to be having a good time hanging out with Ecto Ectotron. Mm. Yeah. yeah, we we recorded last week when we first seen Ectotron. We'd heard that there was possibly five a five figure series coming up, but that may have been ill reported. Maybe it was referring to a five issue um comic on Ectotron, so maybe this is the only crossover figure they're actually gonna get, but um, either way, this looks fantastic. The art style looks really good, looks really fun. I like the stylization of the faces. Like, you know, they just, it's a good, clean sort of aesthetic to it. I just i just don't know why Starscream suddenly got like 10 times more detail than anyone else and it's just terrifying. <laughs> maybe that, that's, that's a creative artistic thing that they did. So, yeah. Or maybe um, he's crossed over with Zool. 
Look like the um, oh, what's it? The Scolari brothers in Ghostbusters two. They oh, had some pretty nightmarish uh, dreams. Yeah, the Seeker brothers. Scolari <laughs> <laughs> in the chair. <laughs> I burn them. I burn them all. <laughs> But yeah. Um. How do we? How are we going to get this comic? Is it? Is it online or is it actually being sold in stores? I don't think they. Please stand by for host reading time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it stores this June. It stores. So yeah. So it's actually going to be a physical release. So that's cool. Yeah. If you have got the IDW Apple Comicsology or anything like that, you should be able to get it through that as well. That's a great point. Oh, what was this image? Oh dear. What's top secret? Is that Ghostbusters? I think this is. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, because that's there. Oh, yeah. Uh, Shooting something. Probably Ghost Starscream, I guess. No, he's in top left corner. Um, what is top probably secret? Probably some other crossover thing, like, uh, like a transforming marshmallow man. <laughs> the state of marshmallow man turns into a Michelin code. Pretty small. <laughs> well, if you're going to have. Um, Ectotron being maybe possible Autobot affiliated is it Decepticon? It's there it's next to Decepticon. Oh, it's not so close. It's um, it's Blitzwing. Blitzwing. Yeah. Oh, it could also- be um, <laughs> some sort of weird version of Walter Peck. <laughs> <laughs> he would be the perfect foil for Ectotron. Well, Rick Morales would do that as well. <laughs> Peckatron. <laughs> and this is some very G1 art, so they're it's they're definitely cool. definitely sort of on the right track here. Yeah, they're looking really good with the artwork there. Almost looks like a diorama in some parts. Yeah, just to confuse everybody behind Top Secret is just the the painting of Vigo. The sorrow of Moldavia. <laughs> And the painting uh, is now a transformer and turns into something else, like origami yeah, style just, holes just to make a out. Oh no! <laughs> it's the tablet sound wave. Origami Tron. Yeah, it's the painting of <laughs> the painting of them that transforms into some sort of. There we go. You heard it here <laughs> first. Because <laughs> they got to make some money back. Interesting. There's no Optimus or Megatron in this. Yeah, part. they're leaderless men. Yeah, no leaders here. There's some serious stuff going down, but no leaders. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, oh, actually, I just was going to say maybe the top secret was actually not very top secret. Maybe it was actually Astro Train. Because if you look at it, Astro Train sort of there and then. He's transforming. Shows him transforming and it says top secret. Maybe Astro Train and they just. Throwing a really weird curveball, I don't know. Be the weirdest curveball would be like half a curveball being covered. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. There's That's... been that re- that listing of a uh, leader class Astro Train, so maybe maybe you're leading into that. Yeah. Anyway, that's news done. That's Toy Fair. So much. Ash, the number one figure you're looking forward to from Toy Fair. What is it? From Toy Fair. It's probably Springer. I mean. It... It's it's the weird thing that if Spring is on the shelf and Jetfire's on the shelf, I know which one's cheaper. <laughs> because I'm broke. So, I mean, I would like Jetfire, but 
if they come in separate weeks, I'm going to be ruined. I know that much. <laughs> They'll both be on the on the shelf at the same time. You're like, uh, 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 yeah. uh, I'll be the grown man in Toy World on my knees, going, ah! <laughs> "Where's Levi? Where's Levi?" <laughs> Precisely, Max. Whoa. Um, probably going to be. I'd say Siege, uh, the Combat Hero Megatron, because that's the only one I've ordered. <laughs> <laughs> no, very nice. Brad, what are you looking for? Um, I got to go with either Jetfire or probably Omega Supreme. Just once he's released, I want to see how he is, because I'm, I'm quite happy with the year of the snake Omega Supreme, but, you know, this one looks really interesting um so provided on a scale price then how many friggin stickers he might have with him (laughs) (laughs) well we didn't see a lot on him so that may be a maybe a change shift off and we can only dream three hour applications of stickers (laughs) oh man it'll it'll give me a good youtube video anyway (laughs) yeah uh, unfortunately we are two minds i do also think that Omega Supreme is probably my favourite here. I've, I still think the best figure I've purchased in the last couple of years is that Titans Return Trypticon. I just absolutely love that guy. And mm. here we got Omega Supreme, which looks good in all modes, especially now that he's a real bot. Well, in hand images, that that face looks a lot better than what it did in the official images. So mm. it's um, it's, it's where my money's going in two thousand. After Max revealed how the arms work to turn into the rocket, I'm actually really excited about it as well because that's the one thing I didn't like about Omega Supreme is just you rip him apart like a crash dummy. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yep. no, definitely, definitely. All right, new acquisitions. Max, anything new this week? Uh, sweet FA. Sweet FA, Ash. <laughs> I got a t shirt. Uh, my t shirt's like an old school, like Optimus Prime thing, looks like old graffiti kind of stuff. It's like the OG Optimus Prime, but uh, that's about it as far as figures go. Can't afford it, but uh, yeah, definitely get a cool-looking lithograph Optimus Prime. <laughs> Any excuse to pinch my nipples to show things to people. <laughs> I love oh. the nipple pinch. <laughs> bit, of, bit of faith healing is always good. Yeah, Brad? Um, about a month or so ago, um, I got a couple of Siege figures. I got uh, Sky Tread or... Flywheels, as he's uh, more appropriately known. Um, minimal battle damage on him. I think it's yeah. just on his tank treads. <laughs> I think his uh, jet mode doesn't have anything. Um, welcome if again. Gonna, if you're going to get dirty boots, you're going to have dirty boots. <laughs> yeah. And uh, also Cog, or Gasket and Gromit, as he's known in G1. Um, he's such a weird figure, and I don't know anyone who's bought him, and you're the first person I've actually seen say, look, I have him. I only just got him because um, I've got G1 Fort Max and G1 Fort Max has Gasket and Gromit and I've got Titans Returns Fortress Maximus and he doesn't come with these guys. So I got these as an accompanying piece to him. Um, pretty good figure. Um, obviously a lot, well, I mean, his transformation is simple, but one of his gimmicks is he can sort of form weapons for other um Characters, battle armor and stuff, but I don't really have time for any of that bollocks. It's just, <laughs> you know, two awesome toys and one awesome robot. And it's just nice to have a, you know, this is more affordable to many collectors now because 
sometimes the only way you can get cog is with G1 Fort Max, unless someone's selling selling him for parts or something. But um, yeah, it's just nice to have um, little gasket and grommet cog. Brilliant. Well, that's probably the only endorsement I need because there's one at my local store and it's been sitting there for a while, and I start to feel bad. <laughs> yeah, you got to get it, man. Um, one thing I will say, um, I've seen video reviews where they've sort of been rolling him around, and he just comes undone because he's only um connected here by uh that tab there going it's into this tab yeah this slot here there you go and it's just like a friction joint thing but he um he rolls well um you can sort of pull him from the front and he'll lead the back but yeah he's i recommend picking him up hmm i dig it very nice all right and i've got nothing so <laughs> uh, well you've got us Oh yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let me rephrase. I have new, no new acquisitions this week. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, no TCA news this week. So, uh, thank you for listening, guys. Thank you for being on. Um, for everything we're about, go over to Transformers CCA and check us out there. We are all in Transformers CCA, the group on Facebook, so you can head over there and talk to us and discuss all things about these new releases and everything else. Um, head over to Podbean. That's where we are based there with the podcast version of this show, um, produced each week and comes out on Monday nights. Yeah, awesome. Been a little bit longer, being a uh, Toy Fair night. Blame Toy Fair. Of course. May I just do a quick plug for my um, channel? Oh, yeah, Yep, do it. Thank you, sir. Um, I recently started streaming on Twitch. If you go to twitch.tv.com slash groovyguys0069, uh, you'll find me there. Always uh, trying to make affiliate. I need 50 followers, and I'm always on there, and I love to talk about Transformers. So if you want some more live interaction, then please head over there and uh, bug me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask the, the stupid question. Zero zero one was one through sixty eight was gone. No, uh, <laughs> for for some reason when I came up with the name, I went with zero zero six nine as in one number under double oh seven. Oh, nice. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> nothing, nothing dirty. It's just James Bond, which is actually quite dirty. So dirty for a different reason. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Funny Penny. <laughs> Rocco Martini, shake and not stirred. <laughs> uh, awesome. All right. Thanks, guys. Ash, thank you for coming back on. Anything you want to plug? I will be back in future. <laughs> Max, thank you for coming back. Thank you. And uh, we'll be back next week with some more, or maybe a lot less Transformers news. We'll see what happens. I'll be a quiet one. A lot less. My wallet can't handle it. <laughs> Stop showing me figures. Yeah, I'm already budgeting for uh, the Toy Fair. It was only just, um, you know, announced new figures, not actually released new figures yet. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> definitely a plus. And that Studio Series Devastator is going to be a year and a bit away. So that's <laughs> definitely <laughs> yeah, they say the release, but that's like the end of 2020. Yeah. Oh, heavens above. Slow burn. It'll yeah. be good. It's out. I'm yeah. fine. I'm fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a gift set oh man can you imagine like the gift sets from the 80s look awesome can you imagine the gift set for this like Merry Christmas <laughs> well, what did I do to you it can't be worse than the Revenge of the Fallen box set for it 
Don't Supreme. set that challenge, Brad. Do not set them that challenge, mate. <laughs> they're already they're already beating that, so yeah, true. <laughs> All right, lovely. Thanks, guys. We'll be back Thank soon. You. Good Thank night. You. Take it easy. Stopping broadcast. Yeah.